This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to Be Nation, welcome back and welcome to a lovely new 2024. Hope you're doing well and I hope you've been reading a lot because Bianca and I have a lot of books to talk about. That's right. I'm Miranda. This is Bells of Books and I have Bianca with me as always. Hello. How how it was your new year, Bianca? How have you been doing? Well, New Year's, I threw my back out like 2 days before New Year's Eve. So my <laughs> New Year's was was kind of uneventful. I had some friends over and we roasted s'mores and we watched the holiday. <laughs> but I think that's a fantastic. Uh, and that was my, we actually like, we were waiting till 12 and we were going to like tote, we had like Coke bottles and we yeah. were going to like toast our Coke bottles. My one friend had fallen asleep. My other nice. friend, shout out Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina. Um, she was trying to pull up the countdown on her phone. And by the time she had it pulled up, my other friend woke up and was like, hey, it's midnight. And we were like, happy new year. <laughs> and then we went to bed. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was the laziest new year ever. We couldn't even do the countdown right. <laughs> Ours was also pretty just like blase lazy. Um, I don't remember what time Jerry fell asleep. Caden ended up just like gaming with his friends all night. And then um, there was like a cease on fireworks as far as being done by like the cities and stuff. Um, Cause there was, there was a horrible incident in check. And so they didn't like mandate you couldn't do fireworks, but they were encouraging like the governments, like your village or your city to not do it. Um, so, but they didn't say that, like, the people, like, citizens could not. So, uh, fireworks went on for, like, it was a, it was a beautiful 45-minute show from all the houses around me, and then they were quietly done, and that was it, and, and into the night. (laughs) So, our New Year's, the fireworks around here, like, it's the neighbors, but they only did it till, like, 12, 10, 12, 15, but for some reason... We had fireworks going on every night till like the fifth. I was like, can we not? I'm trying to go to bed. We didn't have it that crazy. We did have like the next night at like eight. It's like somebody discovered like, oh, we didn't shoot two off. And like you'd go, boom, boom. And there'd be like two big ones. And, that, and then there would be like dead silent. And, <laughs> and that happened like three days later. So it would happen on like obviously the 31st and then the night of the first and it was like the night of the third or the fourth there was like a few like and it was like Caden was dying laughing he's like are those the people that like went and bought more and I was like no that sounds to me like they're out there cleaning up uh because they're very big on that here like you can shoot them off but you better clean it all up yourself I said that sounds like somebody that was like cleaning up and they're like hey yeah there's another one No, our neighbors kept going for, like, every night for, like, the next five nights. 
I was over it, and my poor cat was over it too. Yeah, my dog does not do well too. Like New Year's Eve, before, they started shooting them off like, kind of earlier in the night, kind of just I think doing testers. You know how everybody does. Yeah, I, I think it doesn't matter what country and if it's dark, they're gonna see like how well does this shoot off. And I had that giant. Um, Oh, my God, the shutter things that are on our windows open in the bedroom. And I was just laying up there with Widget watching Doctor Who. And they did their first tester. And it was a big one. And I have never seen that dog jump so high and so fast. <laughs> she was like, ah! Like, she looked like a cat midair back hunched. <laughs> she took off. I couldn't find her for, like, 30 minutes. She ended up, like, convincing Caden to let him in the game room. And she was under his couch in his game room, like, Mm-mm, she was not happy. <laughs> Besides that, though, the the friends falling asleep, giant amount of fireworks. Um, it was kind of a night of like, I guess in some ways you're ringing in the new year, but you're reflecting on the one before. And for us as readers, we are constantly reflecting on the one before. So this episode, we're going to kind of go over uh, and if you are not new here, you've heard us kind of talk about our goals, but we're going to go over our goals. We're going to wrap up last year, tell you about this year, do our normal book news. Um, Bianca actually has some really interesting book news that she came across. So I'm going to let her go first. Um, yeah, because I could I could be like Ugh, over this one all day. <laughs> Well, the first thing that I just want to, like, gripe about in general, I'm going to start the year off griping. Why are there so many book clubs now? I feel like every celebrity has their own book club. And I just thought of another one that I didn't add to my list that I'm adding now that I'm going to discuss. (laughs) So here are the ones that uh, both Miranda and I thought of just literally in less than a minute because that's how prevalent they are. Uh So we have Reese's Book Club, Oprah's Book Club, Mindy Kaling's Book Club, Read with Jenna, which is from the Today Show, mm-hmm. the Good Morning America Book Club, the Barnes & Noble Book Club, the Book of the Month Club, the Goodreach Choice Awards Book Club, the Virtual Overseas Book Club that is sponsored by the USO, Target has a book club, and our pop princess Dua Lipa has her own book club. I think it's called like Service Nine or something like that. I, I when you just typed that one on our sheet, and I have not heard of that. Which yeah, I Service Ninety Five. I brought up one you hadn't heard of. I'll interject it really quickly and then let you continue. Um, I also was like, oh, and by the way, when we were making our list, um, there's a lot of book talkers and uh, bookstagrammers that now use an app called Fable. It is a book club app. Like the whole point is um, like Jason. Oh, what is it? It's oh, easy cat. I know you've watched some of his videos too. I follow him. He has one on there. Um, Meg's tea room has one on there. And basically it's like you, you read along with your favorite books to grammar book tuber book talker and like, and their community. So yeah, there's, I can't keep up. I definitely can't. How many of the ones that you've mentioned have you actually participated in? I know you've done several of Reese's. I think you've done some Oprah, but I'm not sure uh, past that. 
Um, so I actually made a list. I just left it at work like a dummy. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I've actually read, I think if I remember correctly, I've read 14 of Reese's book club picks. It's the oh. most of, that's definitely the most on any of this list that I've read. Um, I've never read an Oprah book club book that I know of. Um, if I have, it was not knowing it was part of the Oprah's book club. There's been so many. Um, she's been doing it since like the nine. I could be wrong. Yeah. I think she's been doing it since like the 90s. Because I have, I've read several um, I've also read several of the Read with Jenna's. Um, it wasn't on purpose. They just happened to be part of that book club. Right. And when I was researching, I was like, oh, I've read that one. I've read that one. I've read that one. So <laughs> she has good picks. Yeah. Um, I just don't follow it. Um, right. I've also read quite a few of the GMA ones. Again, not on purpose. Um, and I haven't looked at it because this is one that we just discovered like a few minutes ago, but I'm assuming I have read some from the Goodreads Choice Awards book club just because you and I tend to read more popular books. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I've read some Target ones because I see them pop up on the, when I'm scrolling on social media, they're like, here's our new book club pick for the month. I'm like, oh, I've already read that. like a lot of these probably repeat as well because they probably are doing both obscure as well as popular so they probably do repeat and that's the other thing is like three book clubs reading the same book maybe not at the in the same month but it's like uh I mean I guess you could look at it from the standpoint of like say you really wanted to participate in the Dua Lipa one and there was a discussion you could be like oh good for me I read this two months ago but at the same time like why are there so many? I mean, in the okay, caveat. Why at first I'm like, why are there so many? But a thought just initially popped into my brain as well. I also want to be excited that this many people are are now excited about reading. Yes, definitely. But at the same I time, just, it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like. I can kind of get it. Each each one wants their own little niche to be like, right. hey, I discovered this author right. and I'm bringing it to the masses. But it's it's a little overwhelming, especially if you're mm-hmm. someone who is like not a heavy reader. So you kind of want like a guided book club to tell you mm-hmm. what to read. But if once you start researching it, you're like, I don't know which one to go with now. And it can yeah. be very ang- like give you anxious feelings again at one point I was trying to participate in so I was doing the virtual overseas by the USO and then the base that we were at had a local one and so I was trying to do both of those and then I was I participate with uh, Meg's um on Fable and at one point I was like I I have to pick which one brings me joy because there's another one that I often on participate in it's more of um Pretty much everything they read is like horror, um, horror thriller or straight horror. And um, sometimes the books that they pick either aren't available to me because the, they're mainly in the UK. So sometimes I just simply can't get it. Like in a, the print is not available for me no matter what. Or yeah. um, I'm just not interested. So I definitely think there are too many, but yay for everyone reading. <laughs> because because I actually sent you something uh, that kind of like leads me into something I wanted to discuss really quickly. Um, that I sent you a TikTok that had a a fact that honestly you didn't know I didn't know it really baffled me. Um, and I meant to write down her name so I could give her credit, but 
I can I can actually repost it to our TikTok. That's what so that's what I'll do. Um, but she was actually talking about congrat if you read at least two books this last year. Congratulations! That do you remember the exact statistic? It was like your yes, I've got it. I've actually got it pulled up. Oh, she has the so the handle is at Indiana Reads and it's I N D Y A N N A Reads. Okay. Um, and I'm actually just gonna read her transcript. Perfect. So if you read two or more books in 2023, you are in the top 50% of adults. Um, She goes on to say reading is in no way a competition, but here's the data to back everything up. The Department of Data from the Washington Post posted this article and it goes into um, like. If you read so many books, you're in this percentile. So if you read one book, you're in the 46th percentile. My cat just jumped on my chair and scared the crap out of me. Ooh, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, Okay. So if you read one book, you're in the 46th percentile. Two books, the 51st percentile. And it goes up to... um, it just says 50 plus books. Right. So if you read 50 or more, you're in the 99th percentile. <clears throat> That's so like that means you and I read more than 99% of US adults. Which is they only pulled the they only pulled the United States. I, I'm I'm still baffled by this though, because the amount of like <clears throat> girlies I come across that are like, and I know some of these people like personally but they're saying they read like 200 books last year first off how like (laughs) I was pushing hard to get to where I did yeah um so I'm I'm kind of on one end I was baffled by that statistic um and that fact um because I do see a lot of people that are like I read 200 books or I struggled to read 175 and I'm like what but then I do have personal friends are like I read 12 and I'm like but that's amazing (laughs) well and I think also especially in social media uh whether it's Facebook Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is you use whatever algorithm you're on it's going to show you what you're interested in so you're if you're a reader you're going to be surrounded by other readers and you're going to be like there's people who don't read and it'll just baffle your mind and then you got the people that are not on book talk and not on bookstagram and they don't see all of that like they literally read zero books a year and i guess just there's when you ask people that read yeah yeah, I guess when you do the averaging, that that is what it is. I and keep in mind this is adults, so it's eighteen yeah. and up. It's not children, right? And and there are a lot of book talkers that be young, actually. Yeah, this, I've noticed a lot of book talkers are like around twenty five to thirty. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I'm saying I've I've crossed a few that are even younger, so. Those some of those girls that are saying I'm reading 175 books, I don't think they're even 18. <laughs> <laughs> Which good for you, girl, but still, like they wouldn't count in that, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But in other book news, mm-hmm. uh, 
Rebecca Yaros, author of the Empyrean series, she posted to her Instagram that she has officially started working on book number three. Yay! More dragons also, are on the way. Can I just end for a moment? I rem- I know that the series is called the Empyrean series, but no one says that. So the other day I was reading something and they're like, Empyrean series. And I was like, what? Oh, you haven't heard that? Like, no, I knew that's what it was. Like she says that, like if you were on Goodreads or whatever, it's like Empyrean one or two, but no one calls it that. Everyone says the fourth oh. wing book. <laughs> the fourth wing series. And it's actually not the fourth wing series. So I get totally thrown off when somebody says what it actually correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, in case you didn't know, guys, we're talking about the fourth wing books. <laughs> yep. Fourth wing is the first book. Iron Flame is the second book. Um, she hasn't even released a title for the third one. Like she literally just started working on it right after the new year. Um, we don't have a release date or anything. We're I just think excited it's be that a couple of years. I really do. <clears throat> we just we're just excited that she's working on it. We are excited that she's working on it, but also sad that it's probably not going to be in our hands until 2025. But she she does post what music she's writing to some days. And the past few times I've seen her post about it, she has been writing to Taylor Swift's Reputation. And, like, don't get me wrong. Reputation is my favorite Taylor Swift album. But the amount of, like, angst and revenge that is put into that album, I'm like, oh, Lord, what is coming my way? Okay. I have to say, so Bianca put the put that what she just said out in, in a group chat that we have with um, some mutuals. Uh, and let me just say that chat was like, Bianca, no, you, you best stop. <laughs> I may or may not have started some stuff in the group chat. Well, no, every, so it was funny though, because they're all Swifties. I'm like the outlier. How many of us are in there? I don't want to say everybody's name in case they're like, don't talk about me. <laughs> You, me, one, two, three, four. There's six of us. Six of us. And yeah. I am the only non-Swifty. <laughs> well, see, we have a separate Swifty group chat that you're you not do. part no, of. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but it's like, I, like, I was, you see the meme of, like, people just, like, going back and forth, like, oh, oh that was me. I don't know if I respond. <laughs> <laughs> But it was funny because you guys all know what that meant. And they were like, I swear, if she's writing that that they're fighting again, I'm done. And I was like, <laughs> oh my, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> my prediction, though, however, knowing what little I know about reputation, I think it's going to be her coming into her own, her power, and then her, her rage of what they've done to him. I... You know, book two didn't come out that long ago, and our dear sweet friend Susan is about to read it, so I'm not going to say any more than that. I won't give it away, but maybe that's what it is. Maybe she's not out for anger against against him. She's out for anger because of what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, but... Listen, I'm begging, I know, but... We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we, we'll see. Again, I predict we don't see this book until... We'll, late 2024 at the earliest, but I think more realistically 2025 because the whole process it has to go through. Yeah. And does it crush me? Absolutely. But I also understand it and I want her to take her time and not give crap work. Same. Very much same. 
Because I think the only reason we got Iron Flames so fast after Fourth Wing is they were published in the same year, which is kind of unheard of. It is. I think I, I think she had written them both basically at the same time, and she was like, "Here you go." <laughs> I think so too. I also like so a lot of people are going to be like, "Well, Miranda, she was an author prior to that. She was. I'd never heard of her, and I read a lot in kind of off and on over in the genre." Um, I'd never heard of her. Uh, she had a, a decent following, but I, my understanding is most of her books were not like big. Well, they and also then, weren't fantasy. They were more like fiction or romance. Yeah, they were all kind of. She's all. She's kind of romance in general. Okay. Um, it's my understanding. Everything that I've looked up of hers, it looks like it's all pretty much romance. But she, um, I, I think, fourth thing just kind of blew the, you know, what up and. I think you're right. I think maybe she already had book one and two like written or almost completed. And then it blew up as fast as it did. She went to the publisher and they took her on and she was like, well, I got, uh, I got book two already. And they're like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> you know, like, and you know what? Somebody may come for me and be like, you don't know. She's a great, listen, I'm not saying she's not a great writer, but I'm just saying like, she she wasn't a household name prior yeah. to fourth wing which actually uh before we move forward with like rounding up our year her book and some of the things because some people have made some negative con- comments about it and others have made like there's people that are loving this book and coming back to or not coming back or coming back to reading yes but also i have a friend that reads a lot of fantasy a lot of high fantasy normally she would hate a book like this and she's like is it the best written book ever? No. She's like, but it's fun. And then after she said that, I had a friend who I told her I'd like, I asked permission to, to use what I'm about to say. But my friend Joy, who is a librarian in Kentucky, um, she was talking about how she had saw um, something on, on social media of someone making a point where they said something about a book being objectively not good or not great, but they still got a dopamine hit from reading it because it was just an easy fantasy read. And she didn't say for certain joy didn't, but I, I feel like maybe they were talking about fourth wing just because I've heard similar comments and joy said something in response that really got me thinking for a second and leads us into um, how we rated last year's books. And she said she doesn't normally dissect like deeply what she reads. Um, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing a little joy. I'm sorry. But she said she's kind of a vibes uh, reader, kind of like I am. Like she, how does, how does she feel when she's done? And so she's now wondering how many books might not really have been that great of a book, but she rated it so highly because of the dopamine that it gave her. Yeah. Which then led me to think about some of the five stars I've given and been like, was it that great or was it that great to me? Yeah. Like, because it gave me that that dopamine that I desperately needed, which is why. I oh, I tell I tell everybody my start rate system is how a book makes me feel. Yeah. Um, I never claim that any book I rate five stars is peak literature. I will never right. say that. I'm here for the good times and the fun vibes. <laughs> I I love that. I think I actually broke down once 
we I think we did it here together as well, where we broke down like what a five star is, what a one star is. And I feel like we were on the same page. So like one star, no explanation, clearly not having it. Right. Yeah. Uh, two star, it wasn't really for me or something that couldn't really keep my attention. But because I am, a, you know, I'm sadistic, I finished it. Bianca probably DNF'd it. I finished it. <laughs> Three stars is I liked it. I didn't love it. I probably know someone else who would probably like it and I would tell them about it. But that's, you know, that's it. Four, really enjoyed it. Pro- would recommend it. Possibly even read it again. Five, I'm telling everyone. I'm, I'm telling the lady at the grocery store. I'm telling Bianca. It'll become my temporary fixation because I have ADHD and I hyperfixate on something. So it will become <laughs> my new personality for a while. I will keep reading the series even if it sucks. And I definitely will be reading it again, probably in multiple formats. So that's that's how I read things. So clearly, you can tell five stars has a lot to do with dopamine. And I never realized that before. (laughs) (laughs) But shout out Joy for like stopping when she read that and being like, you know what? Wait a second. How many books do I rate super highly purely on how it makes me feel? (laughs) Hey. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, too. So because we've been here for it all last year, let's, like, get into how we finished and how we did. And Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. So 2023 Reading Challenge, um, which we've discussed this before. Some people have some negative ick feelings about setting a challenge. Listen, this is personally for yourself. If you don't set a challenge, you don't have to set a challenge. If you read two books, fantastic. If you are one of them girls that I called out earlier that read like 273, girl, you're awesome. But so is girl reading two books. You're both fantastic. So (laughs) (laughs) that being said, don't listen to what we did or didn't do and feel bad. Like just keep being your fantastic selves. And also keep in mind Miranda and I read a little bit more just because we we do this podcast and we mm-hmm. want to be able to tell people mm-hmm. about what's out there, whether we're mm-hmm. recommending some of our favorite reads, we discovered mm-hmm. a new author. Like, I don't want to say it's kind of our job to because this is definitely not a paid gig. We do this because we right. enjoy it. But we do want to give you all quality content. So right. when when you hear these numbers, don't be intimidated. Just know we're doing we're doing this for ourselves, but we're also doing this for you. Right. It's like a it's like a win-win situation essentially. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's I'm gonna go like Goodreads does give some somewhat decent statistics. I think so, so that, too. That is what we'll be using. Um for 2023, I read 91 books and 33,799 pages. Fantastic. What was your goal again? My goal was like 45, I think. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I upped it. Well, we'll go with that in a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The shortest book I read was The Polar Express. Um, That was my very first book of 2023. And I wanted to read it because I had never read it. And it was a children's book and it was adorable. Um, It was my shortest book at only 32 pages. The artwork in it, though, is incredible. If you ever have a chance to pick up The Polar Express, please do. It is a beautiful book. One of my favorites. 
Um, my longest book was Iron Flame at 624 pages. My average book length was 371 pages. So I I picked some bigger books this year. You tend to pick bigger books, though. You do. I, I feel do. like I feel like you do, but I do. I like big stories. I like big stories, and I cannot lie. <laughs> My brain does the same. Oh my god. You're welcome. <sighs> okay. Um so my most shelved book was Fahrenheit 451. Um it <clears throat> excuse me. It's most shelved because it's a school read. So I have no qualms about that. My least shelved book was Wildwood Magic by Willa Reese. Um Sorry, I had to cough. <clears throat> <clears throat> Let's see. My average rating was a 3.7. That feels oh, about funny. right. <clears throat> funny. Mine was a 3.9. <laughs> oh. You read better books than I did. <laughs> no, but we're very similar. Like 3.7, 3.9. That's, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, the book that I read that had the highest rating on Goodreads was Fourth Wing. Um, let's see. That goes that goes through the nitty gritty. Um, mm-hmm. I'm real quick. I'll go through the books that I gave five stars, <clears throat> and I'm actually gonna type these while I say them so that they will be in the show notes. I do feel like though, to be honest, that most of the books that we are mentioning that were five stars, either mine or yours, are probably already um, mentioned in prior episodes, most likely. Probably. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. And these are in no particular order. Actually, they'll probably be in like how I read them order. It's not like I liked this one more than the other one. I'm just going down the list of what I rated five stars. Right. So Iron Flame. Um, A Curse for True Love. For those who don't know, let me type this real quick. That is the... Um, it's the spinoff series from Stephanie Garber. It's the Once Upon a Broken Heart spinoff series from her Caraval series. Ah, oh, yes. <clears throat> That's the last one in that trilogy. It came out right at the end of 2023. It was so good. That was a really good ending. I'm very satisfied with that ending. <clears throat> um, Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. That was a good thriller. Mm-hmm. If you like... Uh, Haunting of Hill House, I think you will like Home Before Dark. A House with Good Bones by T. Kingfisher. That was another good, like, horror thriller type book. I'm scrolling. Oh, this one. I gave this one five stars because I feel like anything else is kind of an injustice because it's based... I mean, it is a true story. It's it's a nonfiction book. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon, The Osage Murders, and The Birth Mm -hmm. of the FBI. Mm -hmm. Um, It got turned into a movie. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I read the book. And just knowing what it's basically revolving around a family, Mm -hmm. um, what that family went through with the U.S. government was terrible. And everyone needs to know their story. Uh, let's see. Some kind of happiness. I know I've mentioned that one on here. That was actually a, a middle grade novel that deals with some heavy adult subjects mm-hmm. that I but it's <clears throat> but it's put in terms that children can understand, like anxiety and depression. 
I think it's really important for children in that age group, like 10-ish. I think it'd be good for a 10 to 12 year old to read. Well, when you really should start, like, um, I mean, yeah, you should start with uh, feelings and such much sooner than that. But I think that's a good time to start, like, deep diving and making them uh, understand things that happen in the world. Yes. Um, The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager is another thriller. If you can't notice, I love Riley Sager. Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. That is a duology. The second one just came out. I love them both. Please go read them. Uh, A Door in the Dark by Scott. I don't know how to pronounce his last name right again. But the second one comes out in April. I'm super Uh excited about that. But it's a good fantasy. Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. Hi, babe. (laughs) She's like, you've been gone all day and now you're ignoring me. Talk to me. (laughs) Um, I'll include this one because I read it in 2023. The Heiress by Rachel Hawkins. However, it was literally just published this week in 2024. I had an arc of it. Um, But it was... It was probably, oh, that's difficult. It's probably my favorite book I read last year, to be honest. <laughs> See, I'm gonna, I, I was going to end up asking you if you didn't say. I was going to ask. Do you yeah. Think you could say which one was your favorite. I think that one was followed very closely by my next five-star fourth wing. Um, I loved them both. I may have liked the heiress just a little bit better. Rachel Hawkins is she's fantastic. Yes. She's just and that's it. That that's what those were my five stars. So I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I had twelve five star books last year. I feel like out of ninety what did I, what did I say? Ninety one, I believe you can up with. Yeah. So twelve out of ninety one, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, because I'm stingy with my five stars. So I usually I, really am too, but I feel like I had a lot last year as well. So if I give something five stars, I really loved it. Yeah. Um, I think that's all my 2023 stats. Okay. If you would like to dive into yours. Yeah, I'll do my 2023 and then we'll give the people what they really want to know, which is what we're going to do for 2024. Um. So same as Bianca, I'll make a little slide or a TikTok or something where you guys can kind of see these visually as well um, for both of us. Uh, But my 2023 was 104 books read. My initial goal was 60. Um, My pages were 31,485. Shortest book was 94 pages. Longest book was 896. What book was that? On food and cooking. It was very, oh, okay. yeah, it's, uh, it is, it's the science and lore of the kitchen. Uh, it, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> um, my average book length, as I said, or no, as Bianca said, her, yours was like three something. Mine was a little less, but mine was 302. Okay. My most shelved book was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. <gasps> I forgot um, you read that. I did. It was so good. Yes. So 
Um, my least shelved book was one that I went on a rant about, uh, Beauty and the Lichen Beast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five people shelved it. AI piece of crap. Listen, <laughs> I can't prove it. I'm sorry to Jessica Molly if you're real. I've never told an author their stuff was a piece of crap. Now I have. Uh, average rating was 3.9. My highest rated on Goodreads was um, A Court of Mist and Fury. Uh. Yeah. I, didn't, I was like, wait, how is that my highest rated when we both read Fourth Wing? But probably because you did probably not. Yeah, yeah, I you didn't haven't read, read that one. So like, but I, I also think that uh, SJM has more readers than Fourth Wing, honestly. I don't know anymore because there's a lot of people I know that like don't read fantasy or only read high fantasy and they are like salivating for Rebecca. Oh, okay. So. But maybe it was also because at the time, like, who knows? But I did find that interesting. Um, of course, my eyeball would start to, like, itch and burn right now as I need to stare at a phone. <laughs> <laughs> so my five stars last year, um, kind of, I had a lot as well, I feel like. Um, the first one was uh, When Women Were Dragons. And I think here's what's also finding funny. A lot of the ones that I rated five stars actually came out last year. So I read them last year and they came out last year. Oh, um, nice. but when Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill. Um, that Time I Got Drunk and Saved a Demon by Kimberly Lemming. It's hysterical. Super quick read. Bianca, it's a Bianca no-no. That definitely tracks. <laughs> My Name is Morgan by Sophie Keach. That one was uh, really good. That's the one I was trying to get Susan to read. I think. Yeah. Um, the entire House Witch series, which I gushed for like multiple of our episodes about um, by Delamhawk. Which um, actually had some uh, Amazon credits, like shipping credits. So I yeah. bought that one with my credits. So maybe uh, yeah. I'll get to it this year. I almost got you that one for Christmas instead of the one that I did get you. I went, I wavered back and forth a lot on that. But yeah. Um, Wayward by Amelia Hart. That one hit me in all of the feels that I needed. Um. Bound by Honey, which was actually a, it came out last year, but it was an arc I got. Um, it is by Jamie Dalton, and I believe it's Jamie's first book. Okay, I was incorrect. It's not Jamie's first book. It's the first one I read of hers. How dare you give us incorrect facts? Sorry, Jamie. Sorry. <laughs> um, of course, I talked about this one as a lot as well. Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. That one was... Chef's kiss. Uh, the one that brought me to like my knees and like gut wrenched me. It tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. I did not know that book was going to do to me what it did. I have that sitting. I bought that like two or three years ago now, and I've had it sitting <laughs> on my shelf. 
but everyone says that it hits you in the gut. So I just, it keeps getting pushed off because I'm like, I don't know if I'm in a right state of mind for that. <laughs> I, I have talked to a lot of people that are like, I did not like it. How did you like this? It, it, it has, it talks a lot about video games and video gaming. Um, so I guess maybe it's just not for everyone. Like it's not the right target audience. There was just so much in this book that like happen actually happens on the page and then just like makes you feel in general. That's the one where I gave you, like, I think I, I texted you and I was like, I think I have my new uh, favorite book quote ever. And it was about yeah. ghosts and, and, and you I'd have to go back and I think I said it on the pod, but yeah, that book, I, ha- I went into it thinking it was something totally different than what it was. And it did things to me. I, yeah, I would read it again. Absolutely. Though. Um, the one that I actually bought you as a gift for Christmas because it also did things to me was The Unfortunate Side Effects of Heartbreak and Magic by Brianne Randall. This was uh, Brianne's first book. So shout out Brianne. She's fantastic. Um, she actually, some people, I don't know. Okay. She actually was, she got rejected several times for this book. And then she kind of like took it in her hands. And when she was getting ready to be published, um, she kind of like did her advertising herself. Basically, that's the one that she calls it Gilmore Girls meets Practical Magic. Okay. Yeah. It's fun. I can't wait for you to read that one. And then, of course, um, one that we read together to finish out the year, A December to Remember, was also a five star. Oh, you did that one five stars? I did. Remember that I don't, I, right the second ADHD brain is taking over and I don't remember what it was. But I, if you go back and listen to the episode that we did on that, um, which was our December episode, I said what pushed me to five stars. There was something that just like pushed me, the dopamine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably did. I believe it or not, I did actually give that giant tome of cooking five stars because that was just so much information. What really was that fantastic. called again? It's On Food and Cooking, The Science and Lore of the Kitchen by Harold McGee. Harold? I haven't Harold, heard that name in a hot minute. Right. You'd be doing great. And then I actually ended the year um, with a book I told you about that I learned. It's an old book. Um, I just discovered it thanks to BBC. It's called The Dark is Rising by Susan Cooper. It's actually book two in a series, but I would have never known that. Like when you're reading it, I would have never known that. I gave it five stars. I I found this thing on TikTok and I could have sworn that I had sent it to you. But when I went back trying to find it, I couldn't find where I'd sent it to you. Um, And they recommend that you read this book one chapter a night for the 12 days of Christmas. Like, yeah. And so you would end on December 31st. So I did that. I bought I bought the Kindle edition. And I read one chapter a night. But the BBC has a dramatized um, version of it as well. Yeah. And I think I think that's what the combination because I would read the chapter and then I would listen to 
because they when they put it out, they only put it released it one a day and they broke it down um, perfectly. Um, and it aligns with the book. So when you're reading the book, the day that you're reading it is the same day. Yeah. As you're moving forward. Uh, I think it's even a middle grade book. Fantastic. It, look, it looks like it from the cover. It's it's fantastic. Like I. It's like the it's the fight of like uh, light and dark and not letting the dark win. OK. It, I was here for it. Um, I have since learned that there are some people that redo this every year. On the 12 days of Christmas. And I'm like, I could get I could I could get behind that. So that was that was my final Literally ending it on the 31st, following it along as the BBC recommended I do. That was my final five star of the year. Well, thank you, British Broadcasting Corporation. Yes. I have spent a lot of my time on you. Uh, As far as as which one was my favorite, I really, really struggled with this because the unfortunate side effects of heartbreak and magic – I, I think I told you I cried at like four or five different times throughout this book. Yeah. Um, Legend and, and Lattes just was so amazing and so fun. I told I wanted to tell everybody about it. So and then the the House Witch series just stuck me. So clearly I was in a cozy mood last year. Clearly. Yeah. Also, I know I said tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow did things to me. So I've got like four or five that I just, you can't make me pick. I <laughs> I went into this and I was like, I will give Bianca a definite answer. I can't do it. I don't, I don't know. It's, if you, it, I think it would depend on the day. Okay. Like if you asked me like, what was your favorite reader last year? I'd be like, let me tell you about this book. And the next day I'd be like, have you ever heard of, and it, it would change. Hey, the, you asked me about what's my favorite Taylor song. And I was like, ma'am, you can't be asking me that question. Yeah, I think you <laughs> specifically told me I would love to go back and find the quote. But you were like, so here's what it is today. <laughs> and I think I gave you like my top five for that day. And then I think I woke up the next day and was like, hey, here's my top five for today. You did. You're like, just so you know, it has changed. This is where I'm at today. And I was like, okay. So yeah, that is basically how I was with my top five reads last year and because I gave them five stars as you did yours for some guttural dopamine reason which is now when you ask me why did you give that five stars I'm just gonna look at you and go dopamine (laughs) thanks joy (laughs) (laughs) well now that we have gone over 2023 yes um what are you setting a goal for 2024 I I did. I decided to set a goal. Uh, I really struggled with what goal I was going to set. I think we even texted each other. I was like, what are you going to do? And you're like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know either. So I decided I would increase it by five. Hey, that's what I did. (laughs) So I went from 60 to 65. I felt like that would be obtainable for me. Yeah. I went from 45 to 50. Okay. And considering you and I both blew 2023 out of the water. Right. I'm I'm hopeful that we will not only hit this, but exceed it. 
Right. And at first I was like, I don't know if I want to increase it. I don't know if I can do that. Like, what if I don't hit my goal? But I've literally been doing the, the reading challenge on Goodreads since 2013. Yeah. And there has only been two. So out of 10 years, there has only been two years that I did not hit my goal. Because apparently 2013, Miranda, who was working a full-time job and like had a husband working seven days a week, somehow thought she was going to read 100 books. She hmm. did not. She did not. She <laughs> no, this was 10. your first. This was your first year hitting triple digits. Uh, I think. Did you go back and look? For me already I think you're correct yes it was my first year hitting triple digits yeah I mean barring like middle school and teenage Miranda but yeah this is my first year as an adult hitting triple digits on books yeah. <clears throat> so it was hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah I set 50 um that's a little less than one a week. There's 52 weeks in a year. Um, I say that as I am already on book five for the year and we're only in the, th- this is starting have, the third week of January. <laughs> you have surpassed me. I remember this year or last time, this time last year, you were like, excuse me, ma'am, you've already read how many? And I don't remember how many it was, but I told you and you're like, could you stop? And I was like, I'm sorry. I read two. <laughs> And I'm on book five. <laughs> to, well, be I'm, fair, I'm, to be I'm fair, to be fair, the the first week of January, I mm-hmm. couldn't do anything because my back was out. So I was just That's like, true. I guess I'll read. <laughs> In my first week of January, I was switching my child's curriculum. I homeschooled him and I was switching his curriculum because I was struggling with the company I was using. Um, we traveled for my husband's birthday. Yeah. So like. I yeah, you've been busy. I've been busy. I've got, two, I've got two and a half because I'm halfway through book number three. And technically, good old Miranda fashion, I technically have three different books going right now. That does not surprise me. I've got audio on my Kindle. And then I got a book. I only got one book for Christmas this year, which is, that's okay. That's okay. That's same. The only one I got was from you. Was it? I was about to ask yeah. you, did you get any books for Christmas? Yeah, the only one I got was the one you sent me. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> I am. Um, I got one for Christmas as well from someone I was least expecting it from. It's one of my very good friends here in Europe, but um, she and I are overthinkers, and so she got me this fantastic book that I've been working through. It's not very thick, but I don't. I don't want to like devour it. I really want to like take this in. Um, and it's called "Don't Believe Everything You Think" by Joseph. Uh, I always mispronounce this last name wrong. It's like Nguyen, Nguyen. It's N-G-U-Y-E-N. I apologize. Sorry, I'm typing it while you say it. Yeah, that's why I spelled it, because I knew you would need to type it. But um, so far, it's fantastic. But yeah, that's why. And the Kindle edition is like 99 pages. But I'm, you know, it's really breaking down. Like, it's the root cause of cycle psychological and emotional suffering to how like you kind of tell your mind to shut up like oh okay yeah so I have that one and then I have a book on Kindle that I am reviewing and then an audiobook that I'm reading so yeah like you actually sent me something the other day that you were <laughs> talking about I don't remember if it was on TikTok or not but you sent me something about like this is you 
Oh yeah, I remember that. Phony <laughs> like, I have a, stories. Yeah. I have a book on my Kindle. I have a book on my Nook. I have a physical book. I have an audio book. I have a, a cookbook going. And I'm like, this is I have yes. landed on Miranda's for you page. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because this is stressing me out. <laughs> this is this is how my brain works. This is how my brain works. Yeah. I can oh. maybe do one Kindle and one physical as long as they are like totally opposite books with nothing to do with each other see that's the thing most of mine usually are <laughs> yeah but I just I can't swap between that many books at the same time my brain well, see, I've got one like my audiobook is mine for my body doubling while I'm cleaning while I'm cooking while I'm doing anything I need to do because I know you don't work this way and your brain doesn't work this way but my brain needs to be engaged in something beyond what I'm trying to actually do I don't understand it Fellow ADHD years know what I'm trying to say. So don't ask me to explain it because I can't. It just works. It just does. <laughs> my, I'm glad it works for you. Yeah. My re- review one that I'm working on is because I'm trying to increase my percentage on NetGalley so I can start getting selected for some of the things I really would like to, to get. Yeah. Um, and I usually read it at night, like before I, I go to bed. And then my thinking one right now I've been reading a little every morning when I wake up like instead of going straight to like picking up my phone or like and you like stumbling around like I just kind of lay there for a second I wake up I do some breathing and then like I read this so my all of mine I read on multiple platforms because they all have they all serve a different purpose yeah which you saying net galley reminded me of one more thing I need to add to our next segment, which is uh, books that are coming out in 2024. Um, these are well, not necessarily excited about just ones. I think that people that listen to us will be interested in because some of okay. these, I'll be honest, I've never read anything from them, but I know that they are popular in their own genres. Okay. Let me finish typing this one because now I'm typing what I'm saying and it's not correct. <laughs> it happens. I have a couple that I have found are coming out next year that I have um, marked as want to read. So I'm wondering if any of the ones that you picked are. Hey, they very well could be. Let me get up for. Okay. So let me dive into this real quick. Um, I'm just going to go through them, and if you, Miranda, if you want to comment on them, feel free. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting <laughs> very biasedly. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Heiress by Rachel Hawkins. Um, it was just released on January 9th, so it is already out. Please go and grab it. It was a great thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's all I'm going to say. It's a great thriller. Rachel Hawkins is actually from Dothan, Alabama, for our Alabamians that listen to us. Um, And this one actually takes place in North Carolina. Okay. So it's still set in the South. Next, we have House of Sky and Breath by Sarah. It comes out February 15th. I know everyone and their mother is so excited for this. The... Barnes and Noble is hosting midnight release parties for this thing. Like it's coming guys. I'm very happy for all the Sarah J Mass fans out there. Stop asking her to read it, but she's very happy for you. I am thrilled that you have something you love. It's just not for me. Okay. I've accepted it. <clears throat> um, 
Next, we have A Fate Inked in Blood by Danielle L. Jensen. It comes out February 27th. Um, this has been all over my For You page. People are very excited about this. I'm so excited about this one. The it's, cover, it looks really good. The cover is very pretty. It actually kind of looks like Lady Gaga. <laughs> it does. And, and listen, for anyone that needs just that push, like, do you want to read it? It's it's about a shield maiden blessed by the gods. Um, Freya shows up. Like, do you need any more? It's a fantasy romance. It's mythology. It's... Oh, 432 pages of what I can go ahead and say here. If I am wrong, I am wrong. 432 pages of probably what is going to be a a four, if not five star book. Just that's my prediction. Well, dang, Miranda, I guess I'm going to have to go pick it up. <laughs> Let's see. Um, one of Our Kind by Nicola Yoon comes out June 11th. Um, Nicola Yoon previously has written YA. This is going to be her first adult fiction book. Um, You'll probably know some of her other books. She wrote Everything, Everything. She Uh also wrote The Sun is Also a Star. Yep. Which that one got turned into a movie. I've actually Mm -hmm. never read either of them, but she has a huge fan following. So I'm sure that they are good. Oh, she's from Jamaica. I didn't know that. She is. Yep. Sorry. I have her pulled up to list those other books and I was like oh Jamaica (laughs) Uh, Bride by Allie Hazelwood comes out February 6th Um, I've read one Allie Hazelwood book and I can't tell I don't want to misspeak let me pull up this book real quick because the cover is interesting and I can't tell if it's going to be a book or a graphic novel I don't care because the cover Looks like a graphic the novel, novel, but the she looks like a graphic novel. But listen, it's 416 pages. Oh, so never mind. Right. No, that's I, a regular book. <laughs> All I needed to know for this book was when I read the first sentence, and it said, "A dangerous, a dangerous alliance between a vampire bride and an alpha werewolf becomes a love deep enough to sink your teeth into." Excuse me. Where do I buy it? <laughs> that is right up your alley. Oh, my God. That screams, <laughs> this is for Miranda. <laughs> um, A Whisper in the Walls by Scott Rankin comes out April 23rd. This is the sequel to A Door in the Dark that I gave five stars this year. So I am, de- I think I have this pre-ordered. If not, I'm making a note to myself right now to go and pre-order it. <clears throat> The Women by Kristen Hanna comes out February 6th. I don't think I've ever read anything by Kristen Hanna, but she's a very popular fiction, historical fiction, women's fiction type author. I've read one of hers and I remember enjoying it, but I know people that like, that's their girl. Like, Yeah, yeah. So. No, she's huge. <clears throat> um, the Demon of Unrest by Eric Larson comes out February 30th. Eric Larson, Eric Larson, he writes a lot of nonfiction. Um, he wrote The Devil in the Big City or The Devil in the White City. It's about mob bosses in Chicago. Oh. Um, he wrote, uh, what was the other one that was really big? Crap. I've read it. What was He's it? He's got a bunch. He's got. <laughs> mm. 
So this is in the in the Garden of Beasts. <clears throat> yeah. So if you like if you like nonfiction, true crimey stuff, Eric Larson's gonna be your guy. Yeah, this one that's coming out is like political, uh, war, American history. It says nonfiction. Yeah. So yeah, just I'm reiterating that for people that are like, you said no. <laughs> like I said, I'm pulling from everything so everyone can have something to look forward to. Um, next, we have Funny Story by Emily Henry. Comes out April 23rd. I will definitely be reading it somehow. Um, I won't say necessarily buy it. Um, I found I love Emily Henry. I like her writing. I like her stories. But I don't feel myself ever rereading them. So I don't know if I'll purchase this. But I am looking forward to reading it. Haha. <clears throat> Next. This might be my most anticipated one. I think for you it is. Fate Breaker by Victoria Aveyard comes out. February 27th. This mm-hmm. is the third book in the Realm Breaker series. It's her adult fantasy series. Is it got I've, no-no times in it? The first book did not. Um, however, she has hinted that this third book will. So we will see. I've actually never read a Victoria no-no scene well, so I was curious I, because you said adult, so I was just yes. curious. <clears throat> um, I actually haven't read the second one just because I've been waiting for the third one to come out so that I can reread the first one and just do it all in a row. Nice. So I'm I'm pumped. <clears throat> Next, we have The Familiar by Lee Bardugo. Comes out April 9th. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, like new book from Lee. It's not associated with any of her other works it's completely new ideas if you want to guess the familiar it's it involves vampires yes (laughs) i feel like last year was kind of like the year of witches if you've noticed like some of the new books it was all like witch vibes kind of thing yeah yeah i'm noticing a theme that there's a lot of like vampire and mythology coming this new year which I'm good with. I am perfectly oh, yeah. okay with. I do bring it all. Next, we have The Fury by Alex Michaelides. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. He's the one who wrote The Silent Patient. Mm-hmm. And the there's two others. I forget what their names are right now. But I liked both of them, so I'm very excited about that oh. one. Comes out January 16th. I have one of them right here. But I, was, I don't know. We have Middle of the Night by Riley Sager. Comes out June 18th. Thank you for my birthday month present, Riley Sager. I will be there. So is that what you're saying you want for your birthday? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Next we have A Sorceress Comes to Call by T. Kingfisher. It comes out August 20th. So we still have a little bit for that one. Mm Mm-hmm. The Grandest Game by Jennifer Lynn Barnes comes out July 30th. This will be a continuation of all the other game series. Mm -hmm. If you haven't read the Brothers Hawthorne series, I highly recommend it. It's a good YA, like, mystery type series. I did Um, the first two. I've done the first two. I've done the first four. I I didn't read the newest one that came out. This will be number six, I believe. 
she just keeps writing them. She said after the third one she was done. And I she know, came up and with the fourth one. She was like, oh, you don't have to read this. It's just kind of like an add-on. But then she keeps adding on. I'm like, girl, there, it's just a series at this point. Girl, is it done or is it not? Like, <laughs> And then the last one I have here, Home is Where the Bodies Are by Geneva Rose. Yes. It comes out April 30th. I actually got this as an arc on NetGalley, and I will probably start it this week so that I can review it. I won't lie. When you texted and said, I got approved, I was like, I haven't checked my email. And I checked my email, and I was not approved, and I was, like, so very sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dead. Got it. <laughs> well, hey, maybe, hopefully, I will like this one better than The Perfect Marriage. Listen, the, the perfect marriage left a sour taste in my mouth, but I'm willing did. to give her another try. It did, and that's why I was like, Nick Galley, Nick Galley, I mean, I'm glad that you were nice to my my dearest, bestest friend, but, like, what about me? I am, like, Janina Rose one click over here. Like, she, <laughs> she's like, hey, I decided to write a comedy, a romance comedy. Like, it's not even what I normally write. I hope everyone is okay with that. And I was like, bye, now, <laughs> click, boom. I, I don't know. The Perfect Marriage was like, mm, all her books can't be like this. And so then I just went on a binge and I was like, I love her. And I'm also actually going to add one more because it just came up on Goodreads as a banner. Um, it's End of Story okay. by A.J. Finn. That's the same person who wrote The Woman in the Window. Oh, yeah. It comes out February 20th. I will well, add that on as a last one. If I could add a couple, I feel bad for you. Yeah. And you have a list to make. Um, yes. So one of them is called How to Solve Your Own Murder um, by Kristen Perrin. It comes out March 26th. Can you spell that last name for me? Mm-hmm. It's P-E-R-R-I-N. And what was the date? It is March 26th. Because I'm just going to copy and paste all of this into yeah. our show notes for everybody. So, so this is, uh, it says if you're a fan of Knives Out or the Thursday Murder Club, this is for you. I am both of those things. So, <laughs> yay. Um, I won't give all of them. You could easily go check out my uh, want to read or, yeah. The Honey Witch by Sydney J. Shields comes out May 14th. Um, I actually got an advanced like copy copy of this, but it is somewhere stuck in the middle of the ocean. I don't know where it's at right now. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Uh, yeah. I'm like, uh, um, I, which is guide to magical inkeeping. I am going to butcher this poor woman's name. So I'll send you the spelling. It's okay. <laughs> Sangu Mendana. Okay. Sorry. Um, September 10th, 2024 is when that one comes out. And Lady Macbeth by oh, I Ava saw that. Reed. Listen, that cover, that cover, that did it for me. What's the date on that one? That one is August 6th of 2024. Um, I only a, read it, one Ava Reed book and I didn't care for it. But everyone is raving about her other books and how weird the one was that I read. So maybe I need to give her another shot. Which one did you read? You read Juniper and Thorn? 
Yes. Yes. And let me tell you, that was the weirdest book. Like, every review was like, this book is so weird. Why did she write this? This was... It got a 3.67. And it was nominated for Best Horror in 2022. Yeah, there was, there was like, incest stuff. Oh. And and Which like I will body say, horror, and I was just like, ooh, that. I mean, in the in the actual horror genre, that that it happens. It happens. Yeah. I'm not here for it, but it happens. <laughs> um, but it seems like she stays in that like gothic kind of vibe. This is yeah. a reimagining of Lady Macbeth. Um, so she's giving her a voice past and kind of a power so I'm, I'm here for it was that your last one um yeah I don't want to be too like read this read this, read this. <laughs> and you said there's few of them that I had marked that you actually already mentioned um so And actually, if you guys want more, like if you're like, well, what else comes out? Goodreads, I know we we use them a lot, but listen, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know, kind of thing is how I feel. Like it works for me. It's familiar. Maybe that's maybe the if it ain't broke, don't fix it is the wrong term. It's comfortably familiar. I know how to operate (laughs) it. Well, you can also go to your favorite publishers' websites and look Absolutely. at their upcoming releases. Um, I know Penguin Random House does it. Um, mm-hmm. Saint Mc, uh, Macmillan. They've got a they'll big old long name. Emails as well. Yeah, they they have a long name now. They'll send you emails Saint Martin, as well, mm-hmm. where you can sign up um, to be notified of what's coming. Yes. And I know there's some controversy with some of the publishing houses right now, but we're not going to discuss that here. But I'm just saying if you want to know when popular new releases are coming, that's a good way to be first in the know. Yeah. Also, follow your favorite authors on uh, social media. Absolutely. Because uh, not only when you find out what they're doing, but a lot of authors are also readers. And I know like a lot of my favorite authors will share other authors and their works. Um. One of my favorite authors, Megan Sienna Deutsch, she is constantly shouting out her other, like, her personal friends that are authors and then, like, books that she just really loves. And I've noticed that, like, others do as well. So always follow them, like, somewhere. Even if you're not, like, a huge social media person, maybe, like, create one anonymous just to follow your book things. Yeah. Well, we're going to... We're going to go into our last segment, which is recent reads and acquisitions. Because we don't have any. um, Oh, my goodness. My brain just went dead. We don't have any, like, book to to film kind of thing happening this time, do we? Adaptations. No? Not not really. No. No. Wow. None that I. I mean, I'm still working through Vampire Diaries, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) I'm on season, um, almost through season four. So I'm officially the farthest that I've ever been in it. People can say what they want to say, but that that show will forever have a chokehold on me. It's... <laughs> just to give you an idea of where I am, Miranda, okay. um, I just, uh, Elena just got hum- her humanity back. Oh, okay, okay. That's where I'm at. Okay. 
See, the problem is once you've watched an entire series is sometimes in your head you have to stop and go, when did that happen? So you don't accidentally, like, spoil something. Yeah. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, crap, no, that didn't happen to season five. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, I know this is a show about, like, teenagers. I understand it. But this show just, it grabbed me and, like, had a grip on me that it will forever be fantastic. And if somebody's like, I think I want to watch Vampire Diaries, I'd be like, you absolutely should. (laughs) I'm almost 40, and it's still one of my favorite shows. (laughs) I'm watching Doctor Who right now. I decided to go all the way back. Well, new Who. I didn't go back. Like, I've watched old, like, original. But I, when I say I went, decided to restart. I decided to restart with nine, with all of new Who. So. Yeah. I'm in season four right now. Oh, you're chugging along. I am chugging along. But back to recent reason acquisitions. (laughs) We got sidetracked. Um, let me go over which I feel like I've talked about most of my recent reads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pulling up my good reads. I should have just kept it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> just pre, I have a quick question because we've never discussed uh-huh. this. If you pre-order something, does it count as a recent acquisition? I vote, well, not till you get it. <gasps> I That's my get pre- it. Because if you pre-order it, it is not in your hands. You do not possess it. It is not yet yours. Okay. That is my thought process. It's girl maths. (laughs) So um, a couple of my recent reads. um, I started the year with Divine Rivals and Ruthless Vows, which I've already mentioned in the episode. Um, Divine Rivals got five stars yet again because I read it twice this year. Um, Ruthless Vows, I gave 4.5. The ending wasn't quite what I wanted it to be, but it was still good. 4.5 is still way up there. Um, I reread... Crap, what's it called? Light Lark. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, yes. I because reread Light Lark, doesn't it? Number two, it, just, it came out. That's why I wanted to reread it. So I reread Light Lark, and then I read Nightbane, which is number two. Um, I gave Nightbane four stars. It was really good. I'm Remind very excited. Me how you for the rest felt of the about Light Lark because that was we talked about it prior because we had both read it. Uh, I don't know what episode. I apologize, boys and girls, but. There was a lot of controversy around it. So remind me what you gave it, what you rated it. I'm pretty sure I gave it four, if not five, because I loved that thing. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was a fun time. Fun time. Nightbane is just as fun. (laughs) Um, I, oh, I can talk about uh, adaptations. I take that back, boys and girls, um, (gasps) because The Lightning Thief Percy Jackson yes. came out on Disney Plus. Yes. I have seen all the episodes that are out, so I am caught up. I and that made me yet. that made me want to reread the books. So that is what I'm doing this year. I've already reread number one. As soon as I finish what I'm reading now, I will move on to number two. Because I forgot how much I love those books. <clears throat> Can I say how old some of our friends made me feel when they were talking about how old they were when those books came out? 
<laughs> Dude, Sabrina was telling me, she was like, yeah, I remember that. Oh, it was already out when I was young. I was like, yeah, yeah, those books are old. <laughs> oh, I, there was one of, one of them in the group that she was like, I made it my whole, was it middle? Okay, I don't want to misquote. I think she said she made it her whole personality. Was it like in middle school? And yeah. I was like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, the first one came out in 2005, because I was already, getting I think I was in eighth or ninth grade when they started coming out. I was getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Getting married and finding out I was pregnant. (laughs) I was like, no, no, they've been out for a hot minute. Oh, God. Yeah, I had a good laugh at that, like, hardcore. I was like, oh, God, I'm old. (laughs) But anyways, so I reread the first one. Still, I adored it. Still it holds up. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And I am currently reading Clockwork Angel. You're doing it. I'm doing it. I'm halfway through. I'm actually really liking it. I'm liking it more than I thought I was going to. Um, this is a Cassandra Clare book. It's part of the whole mortal instruments like universe Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. like 50 billion books to this there's not 50 billion (laughs) she's got like five more coming out (laughs) so there's gonna be a lot which i will say like they're thick books but they read really easily um so the ones that you're on right now are thick but when you get to another series you get a little bit of a reprieve for a while like they're a little bit thinner like this, this one is close to 500 pages, if not 500. How many is it? It is 479. That's without the discussion in the back. So with the discussion, it's over 500. Um, yeah, it's thicker, but it's an easy read. The print's pretty big. And the ones that I am borrowing from our friend Sabrina, who is absolutely obsessed with these books. Yeah. Um, she, like, even gave me an outline of the reading order and, like, yeah. main highlights of the book and the main characters Which, and what what books are part of what spinoff series and how they so all connect she, I, I, have keep a I keep forgetting to message her because I have a, I have we don't question Sabrina okay let me let me preface this by saying like when when Sabrina says this is how you read it we don't question her right this is this is what she says and this is how it goes but Sabrina, dear, um, why does she get a different reading order than I do? Because <laughs> she gave me the same thing. Like, I have in this um, chat this, like, map out, like, here's, you need to read this, and then and then you go into this, and this one is the children of this one, and this one is the, the, the this of this, and, and that doesn't give anything away, but you need to do this one. And, and But apparently you said that you got a different reading order than she gave me. Yep. And I wonder, I, I do wonder if it's our reading styles. While they're similar, they're different. And I wonder if she knows what would hit with you better versus what would hit with me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But so, and I'm doing this this year as well. So Bianca and I are both going to do this per the rules of Sabrina, which, by the way, I repeat, are different for each of us. <laughs> goodness yeah so this would be a great discussion for uh for Bianca and I have to have throughout the year because 
I'm, we'll just I'm keep fine. each other updated. Maybe one day yeah. we're, we'll accidentally like be reading the same book in our overlap, and we could be like, "Hey, I would, <laughs> I would like to see how where that works out." Because I have, I have read the first three Mortal Instruments books before. Don't remember a whole bunch of them. My husband has actually read all of the Mortal Instruments and all the Infernal Devices, and says that he will not be um, telling me until I get through the books. His oh, feelings. Okay. I remember he enjoyed them. I remember he really enjoyed them, but yeah. Well, what are some of your recent reads and acquisitions? So uh, my recent reads are the two I finished, which was the Divine Rivals duology. Yes. We're going to have to make an episode of that. I think, I think so too. Um, I texted you this, but I'll share with the boys and girls. Uh, The author, Rebecca Ross, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, she seems to write a lot of duologies and I love a series. Clearly I'm about to do this Cassandra Clare deep dive right along with you, but like something about looking at her works and noticing that she does a lot of duologies is really kind of refreshing. Um, and I plan to meet, read more of her works. I really, I, and Added Divine Rivals, uh, Goodreads tells you like when you added a book and I added it back like last summer when people first started kind of talking about it, but I'm just reading it now. I gave it four stars. I really liked it, but there was something that just wasn't getting it to to five for me. Um, Like I sat there like going back and forth, back and forth on what I would. And that's when I was like, "Uh, if you don't know, it's a four, like you're not feeling that gut. But something in five happened, or something in five, something in two happened that made it a five. Okay. I I don't, I can't pinpoint exactly what it was. I had some issues with how some things actually ended. I did. So ours are opposite then. Yeah, opposite. You gave, you you were all in book one, five stars, let's do this, woo woo. And then book two, you're like, ah, four, but I still love you. And I was kind of the opposite, like book one, I was like, this is great. Really enjoy you. Fantastic. Let's go to book two. And book two, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But I I will say, since we're going to do like a whole episode on this later, I won't get too far in it. But I will tell you, there were a few things that I was like, really? (laughs) Like, I kind of felt like the big bad, the ending to our quote unquote big bad was a little less anticlimactic than I wanted it to be. That's exactly why I gave it four and a half. Yeah. And then something else happened that I was like, well, I know it wasn't supposed to be all like peaches and, and cream and fairy tales, but like, I don't know. So there's a few things that even though I gave it five stars because it just, just hit something in me. Uh, there were a few things I was a little like, what? Really? But yeah, I was excited that it was a duology. Um, so that's the only two that I've really read so far um, this year. So recent reads wise, uh, currently I am reading um, Falling Hard for the Royal Guard, um, which is actually one of the books that we had in our giveaway that we did last year. Um, Remind me the author real quick. Yeah, I was trying to pull it up because my brain just went. She's super sweet. She actually did live in the Tower of London. So a lot of the things that happen in this book, like mimic real life. Her name oh. is Megan, Megan Clausen. Okay. Um, her dad really was a, a, a beef eater, one of the guards. So. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, and her boyfriend is now as well. So. Well. Super fantastic. Uh, she's really cool to follow um, on social media. Uh, but that's what I'm currently reading. And then um, I'll wait because the one I'm reading for review, I prefer to wait and give my review when I release that one. Um, Acquisitions-wise, I haven't really bought much. Because Caden actually bought the Divine Rivals books for me. Um, just like Spur, I told him I was like thinking about reading them because you and I were going to like try to read them. Like not tandem, like together, together, but like near each other. And yeah. he was like, okay. And then he was like, oh, check your email, mom. That was really sweet. Of that was so sweet. Um, so I didn't really buy those, but. I actually meant to text you this week. I went into a bookstore and I did, after donating the 28 books I donated, Uh huh. I bought purely, purely for collection purposes. And I'm not joking. It really was for collection purposes. I got the Bookshops in Bone Dust, which is okay. book, book one, or the, well, it's not technically, it's technically book two, but it's a prequel to yeah. Legends and Lattes and the artwork and everything, the size of the book, it's all identical to the other one. So I, I wanted them and then they didn't have book one, but book two was just too pretty not to get. I got uh, ruthless vows. Yes. Yeah. Or ruthless. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's any different than, I don't like, you know, usually I get UK covers. I don't know if it's which one it is. I haven't looked it up. Which, I, what does it look like? I can tell. Uh, they're like standing <laughs> hit. They're like uh, foreheads together, holding hands. Um, yeah, that's the UK version. And it's like red. Um, the background's like yeah. red. Yeah, that's the one the, I got. Uh, the American version does not have people. So the both Divine Rivals and Ruthless Vowels, um, mm-hmm. they basically have the same exact cover in America. The D and the R are like old timey like keyboard keys. Which makes and sense. The, oh yeah, I've seen those. And the R and the V on Ruthless Vowels are the keyboard keys and they're it's black background with different flowers on it. Um I have the uh I say black because mine is the Barnes Noble Exclusive Edition, so it's black to match the Divine Rivals cover. Mm-hmm. Um if you get the regular edition, it will be white. Yeah. Yeah, no, mine is the so mine is the the UK. I thought it was really pretty, and like I said, I I've already read them and had them on my Kindle. Uh, same with, uh, I haven't technically read book uh, the the one that goes with Legends and Lattes, but it matches it. So I did buy two, but this time it was like to collect them. It, it, like so, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I did, uh, I guess this is my book news. I didn't really acquire any, um, but I gave away, I deburdened myself. Is that a bad <laughs> word? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, um, so I told you guys a couple of times that I planned to go to my tiny little villages library and talk to them and I ended up donating 28 books um one of the books is actually an Agatha Christie and one of the ladies in there who did speak English so she likes to read in English when she can she's a huge Agatha Christie fan they're actually having a whole like discussion about Agatha Christie's works and her life and stuff next week 
Um, it's all on check, unfortunately, and my check is not good enough to participate with that. Um, but she was super excited because she's like, I've never had, you know, because Agatha Christie writes in English. And she's like, I've never had a copy in English. And so instead of donating it to the library, I gave it to the librarian. But that was 20, very nice. Of you. Yeah. So 27 of the books are be donated to my library. I was texting Bianca. I it was cold. I was bundled up like the Michelin star man. Um, and then they're like, can we take your picture? And I was like, oh, <laughs> and my eye was all red and swollen because I was having an allergy bit. So I have no clue what this is going to look like. But they were so excited that I was like, OK, Um. Yeah, so I'm not like tooting my own horn, but it made me it made me happy because I was just trying to like donate books, and I've never seen two people so happy for a pile of books. <laughs> but it, it, mission accomplished, mission accomplished. Because I told you guys, fingers crossed, this will work out, and they won't think I'm crazy. And no one thought I was crazy, and they wanted my books, which makes me really really happy. And it was kind of cool seeing um like books that I had read or were familiar with in check. I sent uh, Bianca a picture of, which is this, uh, the cover itself is pretty similar, if I remember. It's almost identical to our selection series, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's like all the wording and stuff is different. And and when I looked at it a little bit further, like the coloring is slightly different, but that's that's it. But like, yeah, but it was kind of neat seeing covers in other languages. Yeah, I haven't acquired any yet other than the two Caden bought for me and the two I bought for, like, purely to collect them. Yeah. But I got rid of them. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of myself. And I've and you'll be proud to know, I told you I, I could probably get rid of more, but I was unsure. So I have created a stack that I'm going to put in a reading cart like you have. I got to go pick it up from Ikea. Yeah. And the goal for this cart is if it has not been read or attempted to have been read by June, it is getting donated to the library. Oh, you better yep. watch out, Miranda's books. She's coming for you. Well, listen, when you live overseas and you have to clearly think about the thought of eventually you have to pay to ship all this back. I'm trying to be serious about what I have kind of gotten excited and book purchased <laughs> while I've been here. Um, and no, folks, that's not like, a oh, she's coming back. Not not right now. I'm just saying I'm trying to be more mindful. Yeah. Um, so and I, I've noticed like some of the books I bought, like when I first got to Europe in 2020, it's now 2024. Uh, I think it's time to like, as my nanny used to say, shit or get off the pot. <laughs> So I've made myself a goal. I have I have a stack of them. There's about 15 right now because that's a lot. Um, but if I have not thought about it, I'm kind of the Oprah method here. If I haven't thought about it, attempted to read it, which I'm going to try. I said this last year. I mean it this year. If I pick up a book and I can't do it, I'm going to actually try to DNF. Okay. This is hard. I know. I know. I've not. Which mm. did you the one the book that you said was written that you think is written by AI? Did you actually DNF that or did you finish it? No, I freaking finished it. Remember, <laughs> that was part of my like, why did I keep going? 
because reasons. <laughs> because I have problems. <laughs> I. <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Instagram. I am at Style and Freak. I am also at Style and Freak on Book uh, Book Talk <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> well, we can on Book Talk. I guess so. Um, you can also find me on Goodreads. Um, you can be my friend there. I am also over on the app Literal, which is another book tracker app. Um, I use both Goodreads and Literal, so either one is fine with me. Um, follow our Bells with Books Instagram page. It's Bells with Books Podcast. You can see what we're up to, what we're currently reading. Um, I post random memes there that probably involve books and Taylor Swift because I am in charge of the Instagram. <laughs> if you're a Swifty and a book lover, you should probably follow our Instagram. <laughs> They're just so good. They're just hey, so listen, good. They are on Biggie and I don't hate her. She's just not my mother. <laughs> um, and follow the Place to Be Nation feed. There's a lot of good podcasts that you can follow, especially on the pop feed. Um, mm -hmm. Lots of entertainment going on. Where can we find you, Miranda? Um, we have the Place to Be group on Facebook. Uh I'm chatting in there with people regularly. A lot of great content. I would love to have more book content in there. So come join us. Start up a conversation. I'm also on Instagram and TikTok. Um, if you type Mom's a Nerd, that you can find me that way. I run the TikTok for our podcast as well. Uh, I think we finally got it fixed and it spells with books. Um, so check all of those things out. Share with us. Um, to maybe be featured on one of our Instagram or TikToks, um, what your new goals are for 2024, what your most anticipated um, book to come in 2024 is. Maybe we didn't list it and you think we need to know about it. So let us know about those as well. And for Bianca and I both, I want to say thank you for another fantastic year. Thank you for being here with us again. And always keep reading. <laughs>